What is up, my little digital animal cruelty friends? It's me, Ben, Ben Rosenthal from Hack the Dino, and you're listening to my little spoiler cast of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, well, Pokemon Shield, because that's the one I've got at the moment. But uh, throughout this mini series, I'm going to be uh, recording or talking through my, my game. That as I play it, and thought it'd be fun to share it with you and spoil it, spoil it, spoil it, spoil it, spoil it, spoil everything. I'm going to spoil all the things for you and your ears. So, without more bumbling over my lines, um, we should get to it. But before we do, sorry, I forgot to do something. I forgot to plug Hack the Dino. So, Hack the Dino is a YouTube and podcast show where me, uh, my co host Dan McGuinness, and our little millennial Braden Dixon talk about game news and game happenings and everything. So, if you uh, if you want to see our faces as we talk, uh, head on over to youtube.com backslash Hack the Dino and give us a subscribe. A subscribe. Oh god, you're gonna love all these little word foibles I do. And give some videos a like so we can grow and get big and strong because we've all been eating our veggies and, and we really want to do do the thing with muscles yeah, for you, all for you. Anyway, uh, so I booted up Pokemon Shield this morning at 4:30 a.m. Yes, I usually get up at 4:30 a.m. But this morning I got up and I played a brand new Pokemon game. Um, some thoughts before we get into us. What I've played thus far, I really, 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 really love this game. So far, it feels like a a grander scale Pokemon game. Um, the the city that you start in, I've forgotten what it's called already, but it, it feels big and expansive, even though there's only like ten houses in it as well. Uh, but it has paths and uh, it, it has hills and troughs, and it feels like you're actually going to a place. Um, it follows a linear path as well, so nothing's really changed there. In fact, so far the whole game just feels like a normal main series Pokemon game. Uh, so you're not going to be playing anything that's too unfamiliar if you are a seasoned player. Uh, what really sort of um, impressed me was how smooth it is. Uh, just a couple of little things. One thing that made me laugh is that uh, when you're in the house, if you bump into the fourth wall, so like the the wall that you as the viewer look into a house into as your little avatar runs around, uh, it actually makes a thud sound. I thought that was pretty cool, so it's actually a wall there. Um, another thing that it does really, really well is you don't have little icons pop up when you go and talk to people anymore. You just walk straight up to them and hit the button and you interact with them. Um, you know, just, just little things like that, and I think that's pretty indicative of this generation of Pokemon games in that, that they've tightened a lot of those screws. They've made it a lot more streamlined so far, uh, and it's just a lot uh, a lot more fluid to play. It's a lot easier to play. Alright, but getting into the game. So you boot it up. Um, they're just checking my notes here. So it comes in and it, you're looking at a tablet or like a YouTube ch channel, and it goes into a stream of the, uh, the Chairman Rose, who's the head of the Pokemon League, and he's just talking about it uh, on this stream. Uh, he has this weird orange elephant Pokemon, which I haven't seen before. Oh, by the way, I haven't seen any of the Pokemon spoilers that came out. This is all new to me. I'm going to describe the Pokemon to you as I encounter them, uh, and what I was feeling, because I've only known the Pokemon that have been officially revealed by the Pokemon Company. So he revealed he had, like, this orange elephant thing, looked like I had a hat on backwards. It looked so ridiculous, it was laughable. Like, I, I laughed at how dumb it looked. 
Um, so I'll be interested to see what that does a little bit later on in the game. But interesting, um, before that happened, you actually got to choose your avatar. So I was jumping the gun a bit. Before you go into this stream, uh, the first thing that happens is you choose one of six avatars for your chosen sex. So you can be female or male and a very, very limited uh, avatar mode, which basically just changes hair color, eye color, or skin color to one of six defaults. And I thought that was, I really want more uh, into, uh, more, uh, being able to make more of your avatar, make it more like yourself. For, for example, you can't, because they're all supposed to be 11 year old boys or girls, uh, you can't give them facial hair. You can't shave their head. Uh, so you, you very much have to play as a character. You can't play as you, even though you give it your nickname. So th I thought that was a bit in there, but um, I'm sure that's just one of the edicts that the Pokemon company is sticking to. Because as I said, you are supposed to be like an 11 year old child playing the game with animals of mass destruction that can topple buildings. Anyway, uh, so we went straight into it, and where I thought that was uh, strange is that every single main series Pokemon game has started out with the professor uh, or someone being introduced to you, and you introduce yourself to them way back from red and blue right up to Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. You always introduced yourself. Uh, you, you made what you looked like, you told them your name, and they had a conversation with you and described the world of Pokemon. This game doesn't do that. You do it straight away, and then you go into the stream that I was talking about a little bit earlier, which I'll continue to talk about now. Uh, so Chairman Rose introduces the champ, who is Leon, who we've seen in all the trailers, and he's got an exhibition match against Rayhan, which is a really cool name. Uh, Charizard does his Gigantamizing, and the logo appears. Pretty cool open. Uh, I think it sets up the world pretty, pretty well. Um, Charizard looked badass, although a little bit small. I thought Charizards were a little bit taller than the average dude. Uh, Leon, who we'll see more of in a moment, looks ridiculous, um, but, you know, we'll get into that. Uh, so he, he's... I don't know, I didn't like him at the start just because he looked a little bit ridiculous with his stupid beard and his stupid cape. Um, he has sort of grown on me a little bit. I'm not sure if I'm supposed, uh, supposed to suspect him or anything, but uh, eh, we'll, get, we'll get to that later. Uh, so it goes into a house, uh, well sorry, it goes to a house with your rival Hop uh, running up and knocking on the door and that cuts to you inside watching the stream on your brand new phone. I thought At first I thought it was a switch light but it was red. So, oh okay, well, can't be a switch light then, must just be a phone. Okay, cool, moving on. That'll come back later and I'm so uh, sad I didn't realise what they were doing there. Anyway, he talks about how Lee's coming and we have to go meet Lee because he'll get lost. Come on, come with me. Uh, so they uh, they go, uh, well, they leave the house to go and see who Lee is. Spoiler, because I'm spoiling everything, it's Leon. Uh, the, the champion is Hop's big brother. Um, now, before I did this, I went in to uh, get my bag and my hat from my room, and as soon as you do that, you can go into your options, and you can choose for manual or auto-saving. Uh, I preferred manual saving, firstly because that's what I've done throughout all the Pokemon games and it's sort of engraved in there, you, you save, 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 save. Uh, secondly, when it does come up to legendary Pokemon or Pokemon shiny hunting or whatever, you don't want an auto-save going. Uh, I think it's an option there to be included for kids who just play the game at face level, not for people like me who kind of like playing the metagame and, and shiny hunty, shiny, oh gosh, shiny hunting later on. Okay, so after you've got the bag, you uh, you can go in there as well, look at your options. 
uh, and you have three potions and a fishing rod already. So again, just tightening up those little screws to make it a little bit more streamlined. You're not going to uh, pass out straight away because you don't have any potions in your bag and you don't have to go searching for a fishing rod. I, it reminds me, I haven't done any fishing yet. Ooh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to give that fishing rod a go. Okay, so there was a loading screen after this, and one thing I found was, well, actually, this was the only loading screen I really encountered when it was loading up from your house into the uh, the town. Um, everything else just had sort of like a, a momentary black screen when you go in and out of houses, but this one, yeah, loaded up. Uh, and the loading screen was a map of the Galar region, or the town. Maybe it was the town. No, I'm pretty sure it was the town, uh, which I thought was really cool, uh, really useful. I sort of sat there and went, oh, okay, that's there, that's there, sweet. So again, a, a nice little uh, quality of life improvement. So you go, mate. Uh, Leon's a very linear linear progression down there. Um, oh, doors open automatically. It's something I didn't bring up before. So you don't have to press A to open the doors anymore. And again, I'm talking about how they've taken the little 1% annoying things that have bugged me for all Pokemon games and just made them you know, reactive or, or a lot more fluid. So I really appreciated that. Uh, how <laughs> Hop uses the term mate because we're in Europe. Can't wait for Australia. Uh, the music is sensational. I love the background music. It's fully orchestrated. Uh, it, it's uh, lively. It, it uh, you know, it's not overbearing. It's not distracting. It's, it's there and it's enjoyable. So yay for that. Uh, I've got a note here about Leon when you first encounter him. Now, Leon dresses like a child dresses themselves. I've got uh, young nephews and nieces, uh, one of which is, I think, two and a half, and uh, she dresses herself. So there's a lot of tutus, a lot of, um, you know, Emma Wiggles. For those of you who aren't in Australia, the Wiggles are a, a kids' band that the kids love. They wear bright, colourful clothes, uh, and uh, one of them, a female, wears dresses, obviously. So she wears lots of tutus and everything because she's allowed to dress herself. And that's what Leon dresses like. Uh, one thing I did like about how he dresses, his big billowing cape that he's very proud of is just slathered with sponsorship logos because he is the champion and I do like this idea of them introducing how much of a, a big deal the Pokemon League is in Galar. Uh, in previous Pokemon games you, you've sort of had, oh yeah that, that's the, the Elite Four of the Pokemon League, you know that's very uh, revered, very austere, whereas here it's no, it's like it's a professional sport and we're making some money off it. Uh, so I did like that little little touch. Um, in a change again from the main series Pokemon games, instead of stumbling across your starter Pokemon like in Sun and Moon or being given to you like every other Pokemon game by the Professor, Leon gives you your starter Pokemon when you uh, head back to Leon and Hop's house. He throws out the three starters, you choose them, and uh, there's a nice little cutscene before you choose them that shows off each of their personalities. And I thought that was really, really cool, giving these Pokemon um, you know, some interesting traits, uh, some character that uh, makes you want to bond with them automatically. Uh, so you choose one. I chose Grokey because Grass Monkey, that funky monkey, Grass Monkey. That's a Beastie Boy reference. No one knows what. I'm old. Get over it. Uh, so Hop chooses the Pokemon that's weak to your type, so he chose Sobble, and then poor little Score Bunny is sitting there looking around, upset that it didn't get chosen, and it was heartbreaking. But then Leon goes over and goes, don't worry Score Bunny, you can join my team, Charizard's going to train you up, we're going to kick some butt. I really like that, because one thing I've always wondered in the terms of, I don't know, canon, I guess, of these Pokemon games is what happens to the third little starter who you just don't give a crap about. Uh, so it's good that they address that, and I assume I'm going to be going up against him a lot later on. 
Uh, okay, they all have a barbecue, and the world seems much bigger and alive. Again, they uh, are introducing more characters, introducing um, more themes into the world, and it does feel like a big deal. I really enjoyed that. Uh, you then battle Hop, who has a, a Wooloo, which is the, the sheep Pokemon that you've seen, that everyone goes crazy over. I don't know why. Um, and, oh, oh, this was something that was really, really cool. Another one of those little quality of life improvements. The, the opponents are smart. Uh, not so smart that they'll kick your butt, but smart in the fact that uh, I've sent out uh, Grookey, uh, and he sent out Sobble, and uh, after I've defeated Wooloo, my Grookey learned a Grass-type move. Now, Grass is strong against Water, so I did a water, the Water move on Sobble, and I took off half his HP. But then it cut to how, uh, Hop sorry, going, Oh, you're is not you're you. You already know about type advantage. That's cool. So just these little things that uh, there's more interaction. It makes you feel more part of the world, and I really really like that. Uh, again, little things they count, especially with a game that's 25 years old. Uh, so I kicked his butt, won that. Uh, then it was suggested we go and get the Pokédex from the new professor. You know, pretty standard. Um, but as we come, uh, as we go back to tell our mum that we're going on our Pokemon journey, we're 11 years old, we're off to travel the world, <laughs> see you later, uh, Wooloo has uh, escaped. Uh, now, not Hop's Wooloo, but when we came out of our house before, there was a gate leading off to a forest, and it was closed, and Wooloo was headbutting it. Um, now, Wooloo has since broken through that gate and gone away. So, Hop says, we, we gotta go save, we, we gotta go save uh, uh, Wooloo because, you know, you care about it. So you go down that path uh, and you enter the... Oh, what's it called? Slumberland Wayland. The Slumberland Wayland. Um, so the first thing I noticed about this forest is that it was very foggy and automatically I thought, oh no, Turok, because we all know that the Switch hasn't got the best, uh, most powerful processing computer in there. Um, Maybe it was that, maybe it wasn't. It does come into play in a few minutes' time, so maybe it was purely a design product, but I, I had a little chuckle there. Uh, so the first Pokémon, this is where you first come up against your first wild Pokémon, was a, a Squawit. Or Squawit? Anyway, it's a, it's a cute little Disney squirrel with cute little cheek marks and a cute little uh, teeth, and it was uh, being all cute, and it, it's basically your Rattata, or your bit off, or your Sentret from other previous uh, versions. It, it's your generic, normal type Pokemon that you catch and then just put into your box until you need to evolve it. Uh, next, I came up against uh, Rookadee, which is a cool little uh, owl type sparrow Pokemon. Uh, I always like bird Pokemon. I'm a big fan of Pidgey and Pidgeotto for some reason. I don't know. I was a kid when it came out. Those, those Pokemon stuck with me. Um, so he's a cute, cute little bird owl, so I really liked him. I didn't have any Pokeballs at this point, so all I could do was grind and sort of level up my, um, my, uh, Grookey. Uh, after you do a couple of battles, you hear a call of a Pokemon out in the distance. Uh, now, before I get onto this next part, I will mention during the battle, once you've defeated a Pokemon, just like Pokemon, uh, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee, uh, if you've defeated a Pokemon, underneath your moves uh, menu, the actual moves have effective, super effective, not effective uh, under them again. So they've brought that back. Uh, part of me went, oh, what? Because I grew up not knowing that. You had to study the moves and know what type those moves are to know if they'll be effective against that other type. Uh, I don't know. I, I 
kind of like it how they got it there. Um, I'm not, no one plays Pokemon to be challenged, and just that little thing makes you know less thinking, and you can enjoy the pretty colours and the flashy animals a lot more. So I, I do like that. So we'll go with that. Uh, okay, so we hear the Pokemon call, and Hop goes, "All right, let's go." Uh, so they're in a very, very foggy cutscene. There's fog everywhere. They can't see what's happening. All of a sudden, the, uh, the legendary dog for that game rocks up. And he's just standing there like a big old wolf. And you think, oh, what's going on here? And uh, he attacks. And you go into a battle mode. But there's question marks everywhere over his level, question marks over his name. When you attack him, uh, it has absolutely no effect whatsoever. Uh, and then... You just sort of, the fog gets too dense, you can't see anything. Um, I should mention as well, the dog made the fog. So the wolf, like, his eyes go white and he makes this whole area covered, whole area is covered in fog. Uh, and then it dissipates and uh, you, sorry, it doesn't dissipate, it gets thicker. And you pass out. And then you wake up uh, with, with Leon. Hey, he's come to find out where you are and what you've been doing and... Why are you in this forbidden place, you naughty boys? But I'm also kind of proud of you because I want everyone to be the best Pokemon trainer that they ever was. Yep. Uh, he had found Wooloo, and uh, it was something I thought was quite amusing. Charizard's looking at Wooloo, and you, you can just tell Charizard just wants to just wants to burn him and have some chops. He wants some lamb. Charizard, healthy. Or maybe that's just me, and maybe it says more about me than it does you. Anyway, after that, you are off to Wedgehurst, down Route 1, to go meet the Pokemon Professor and get yourself a Pokédex. Uh, it's here for the first time that you can go into the grass, because Leon gave you some Pokéballs. Uh, or is it? Yes, it is. Correct. You may continue, Ben. Okay, so Route 1 is uh, just down from the city. Uh, I came up against Nicklet, which is a little, uh, I think, a dark fox or a uh, dark normal fox. It kind of looked like, um, I've forgotten the name of it now. It starts with an R. It was in Gen 4. Uh, oh, goodness me. It'll come back to me. But it looks like a, a Pokemon that's already been around for a while. Um, oh, gosh. Zor Zor Zorora. Yeah. Yeah, whatever Zorora's uh, pre-evolution is. Um, now, wild Pokemon appear in the overworld, uh, not just in the wild area, but in the normal world. You have these little Pokemon walking around. You can get away from them by sneaking, uh, so crouching down and sort of creeping past them, or you can just run past. Um, they'll come towards you if they see you running, because they want to interact, and that's where you battle them. Uh, likewise, you can have random encounters. A little uh, exclamation park will appear, and if you run towards it, they'll run towards you, and that's generally a different type of Pokemon. Uh, so I went through there, caught a couple... Uh, no, I didn't catch any Pokemon, I was just battling, levelling up. So one thing I like to do in Pokemon games before I go to the first gym is I like to have at least my starter Pokemon at his first evolution. Um, so I think uh, here I was about level 10. Uh, so I'll just grind usually on the low level tiers, catch some Pokemon and, and let it go up. Uh, one thing I thought was cool when I entered the Pokemon Center, the Pokemon Center now is really cool. Not only has he got the uh, area to heal your Pokemon, but it's also got the Move Tutor. So um, the Move and Nickname Tutor, they're all combined into one to the left. So for those of you not in the know, the Move and uh, Nickname Tutor allows you to rename your Pokemon. Uh, and also teach moves that you have decided not to let your Pokemon learn. And I'm assuming that's in every Pokemon Center. 
and pre like previous games as well, the Pokemon uh, Mart, uh, Pokemart is also in the Pokemon Center now. So it's all in one area. Again, just little screws, tightening up, making it really, really cool. Uh, you go to uh, the lab where you meet Sonya and she has a Yamper. And Yamper is just an adorable little corgi uh, yellow butt Pokemon with a, with a heart for a butt. Um, yeah. Pretty generic here. You get your Pokédex. Uh, it's revealed that your uh, the red thing that you were watching earlier, the phone, is a phone, but it's also a Rotom. So there's a Rotom in there, so we've got the Rotom decks back. Uh, you can also then go to the shop, which is in the city. I got myself a nice grey hoodie and a green shirt and some jeans, because that's all I ever wear. If you've watched Hack the Dino on youtube.com backslash Hack the Dino, you'd know that I don't wear much else unless it's hot. Like me. Okay, so then you can pick up some Pokeballs in the wild, uh, and uh, then you can go ahead and catch some Pokemon. So I got a, uh, a Rookity, like I mentioned before, I managed to get a Yamper. Um, now you remember I said that you get random Pokemon just poking, popping up with exclamation points, and they're different from the ones that are roaming. I got uh, was it a Bliff Dug, which is this weird bug type Pokemon. Again, I haven't seen any of these Pokemon before, but this one... It looked sort of like a normal caterpillar, and then it had this big, stupid alien head or hat, like a, a beef eater hat on it. But it was part of its body, yellow and, and purple. Uh, so I caught it anyway, but, you know, he got shunted into the box very, very quickly because it's a bug type Pokemon, and who actually likes bug type Pokemon anyway? Um, though I got uh, Nicket as well, that little fox dude, and yes, I got my free Meowth that can turn into a Gigantamax. Now, it's not cheating because when you do get that through the Mystery Gift, you can... Um, oh, sorry. When you get the Meowth through the Mystery Gift, it's at level 5. So you're not going to be OP when going up against anyone. Uh, so from there, I had a couple of trainer battles. Uh, and one of the trainers had a, a, a Chowtool, which I'm assuming is the pre-evolution of that giant snapping turtle that we saw in some of the trailers. But he's a, a little dude, he's green, he's got a big head, he kind of looks like Turtwig a little bit, uh, but he's a pure water type, which, you know, makes sense. Uh, uh, so I thought, well, I need to find him. So I went around for a bit, couldn't find him at all, so in the end I decided to go to Professor Magnolia's place, uh, who teaches you... Oh, who talks about Dynamaxing to Leon, because he's there. You have another battle uh, with Hop, and he's got his Wooloo, he's got his... Um, he's got a Rookadee, and he's got his Sobble. Uh, wipe the floor with him, as you always do at this point. Uh, you get a letter of endorsement from Leon, which is what you need in order to partake in the Pokemon League. Uh, and then, just as you're about to, uh, you know, go on your journey for the next day, a shooting star appears and you get a crashes to the ground and Hop goes and picks it up and there's two wishing things or whatever, you know, phlebotinum it is and the professor makes them into Dynamax bands and that will teach you, or well, allow you to Dynamax when you've learnt about it. So that's all I've played for episode one. This one's gone for about 25 minutes. Uh, I'm going to try and keep each episode to about 25 minutes. If you do like what you've heard here, be sure to follow us on your podcast app that you're listening this to. That made sense if, you know, you're dyslexic. Uh, or head on over to youtube.com backslash hackthedino and subscribe there for other video game stuff. Or check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, any of the um, iTunes, any of the, the major apps we're on. 
be sure to like, share and subscribe and all that other crap that you're constantly yelled at to do by other YouTubers. Uh, I will be back probably tomorrow with another episode for you. I'm going to try and keep these coming out every couple of days. Uh, it might slow down a bit as, you know, real life takes over, but I'm hoping to have uh, one of these episodes for each segment that I complete. I reckon the next one will be about after getting the Dynamax band and all the way up to the first gym. So, we'll be back very, very soon-ish and hope you'll join us for Spoilermon Sword and Shield Episode 2.